All right, Mike. So you had your Christmas break. I did. You had your one day. Yes. Very, one day off of work. Very Bob, you... Bob Cratchity of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you've been off like All since... week. Oh, fuck you. And the baby has not made it much easier. Oh, yes. Because since... you got her sick. Yes, I was sick last Wonderful week. Wonderful father you. And then the baby got sick, and now she can't really breathe through her nose. So it makes things much more difficult. And the yes. wife and I have been, you know, at each other's... Let's say no. necks, boobs, whatever. Oh, good. Well, as long as you're at her boobs. She's, but it, your, your wife's got mighty fine boobs. They are pretty big. <laughs> but um, we were able to get out and party with the fam, with the conservative fam. Yeah. And Mike and I were discussing That's this earlier. That's the only way to party, dude. Mike, I think, had it worse than I did, oddly enough. I had a lot more people I had to interact with. Yeah. Well, how did I have it worse then? Because, I mean, you actually got to see Obama toilet paper and have oh, your little yeah. brother, you know, be <laughs> like, I found put out that my... where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> now, I found out my, now I found out my my little 16-year-old brother. I'm 27. I have a 16-year-old brother. And I, I guess he's, like, been completely indoctrinated now <laughs> by the conservative right. <laughs> everybody welcome to the final episode of 2013 oh this is episode 075 of the skinny with oh, mike I'm, and adam i'm so much more excited this year for our final episode than last year yes where we didn't really have too much to talk about i think we just did like hey let's talk about christmas we we talked about we played them our demo no nobody listened to it, remember we we discussed our demo at length, and it was a very short episode. We didn't uh, have of any our of the it. first Among the Fallen EP. Yeah, that was in like March, dude. That was in December, dude. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm okay. positive. You have a better memory than I did. <laughs> I remember it was kind of a dead week, and you know we had even fewer. I mean, no, I remember we. I remember we did that because it was like the anniversary of it. It was the two-year anniversary. There you go. Released, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was it in December that it was released? It might have been. I yeah. think so. I thought so. I don't. Okay. Remember. Whatever. Either way, I'm much more excited today because we're finally finishing our trilogy. Trilogy of our best fucking albums. And everybody knows trilogies are always the best of the last part. The Godfather right. three is the best. Right. One of exactly. Three. <laughs> um, Back to the Future three ended greatly. The Dark Knight trilogy. I didn't Not see that one, but okay. Um, no, but I, I really think this is going to be a really good Star episode. Wars episode six. Yes, <laughs> Star Wars episode three. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Ewoks, man, the best of the trilogy. <laughs> but I, I really think this is going to be a, a good one because you know I I, I I am a psychic and I have re- read to the future. This is our best albums of the year. This is this is the don't, meat of it, folks. This is what we've been don't. building up three episodes to do. And if I was a fan of this show, which I'm not, no, um, I would have been I following like all of the musical discussions throughout the entire year, tallying every single album to try to figure out what Mike and Adams each would be so that I would know going into it. And then I would bet with my friends how much money. Yeah, I, how, I wonder, if, I wonder out in Australia if they have a, a betting pool going on. I think that they should, Mike. They should, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys should put on um, some shot glasses and every time... Your number adds up with ours. We'll uh, we'll take a shot, and then a dingo will take your baby because that is a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty stereotype, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but the problem with that is that unlike my good friend Adam here, Mike doesn't rank his numerically. 
he goes by passion, man. That's he goes right. by he goes by you know the the word of music. He goes by he, he follows his heart. Well, yes. Even though I went by math, yes, I still would have which to is say, the one true faith. I still would have to say most of these are like my true, honest. Once again, man, come the in my math doesn't lie. Yeah, come in my pants, kind of like opinions. Yeah. So, is there going to be a lot of come in this in this week's episode? I've been coming all year. Good. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you have made a baby. <laughs> you came. Your come went somewhere. <laughs> For once. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, uh, with that said, let's go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to go on the plate and discuss the 2013's best albums according to the Skinny with Mike and Adam. So what I did, since I knew there was going to be some overlap, you know, not exactly number overlap, mm-hmm. I tried to pick some of the more obscure tracks. I'm glad you did because I, I I picked mostly the singles. Okay. okay. I thought maybe you would. And so I was like, okay, I'll pick one that, that I don't think Mike will pick. Okay, good. I could be way off, but at least for the ones that are on my list that you may have mentioned in previous weeks, okay. I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have definitely... At least one here that you mentioned previously. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, we're gonna have we're gonna have some overlap here, so bear with us, folks. But it's gonna still gonna be a great episode. Yes. I think I f- think where all the uh, uh, where all the uh, attention is gonna be is is in the placement of it. Yes. Because if Adam's <laughs> number one is not my number one, I will seriously kick his ass <laughs> live on the show. Oh my god! <laughs> right in I'm the butt. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Right in the butt. And then there will be a picture of it on Facebook. In the yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, like us on okay. Facebook. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, so yeah, <laughs> speaking of which, before we, before we get into like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam, please check out the Podbender Network at www.podbender.com. Check out you know all the great shows that, that are posted throughout the week if you are a fan of our show. And don't forget, of course, to check us out on iTunes. Rate, comment, and subscribe because that is what you're supposed to do. Uh, make sure that you, uh, you know, comment below. Tell us how much you like the episode. But no curse words, because apparently right. Apple doesn't like curse words. And right. they won't post and they don't like the word penis either. No, that's a curse word. You can't word. do that one. That is not anatomically correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what word they would have wanted. Knob, Wangus. Wangus. <laughs> dingus. I don't know. All right, man. So, so uh, moving on. How many uh, songs do you have? I believe your... I have ten. Okay, no, ten. I'm sorry, I have eleven. Eleven. Shit. Good God! So we're gonna, you're gonna be, you're way ahead of me. I have nine. Whoa! Because I'm crap. consistent. <laughs> right. I like this show actually. <laughs> well, I could have spread out two more under my honorable mentions. It's but cool. It's okay. So that means there will be less overlap than I initially thought. Probably. probably. All right, man. So why okay. don't you take it away? Start from number eleven. Number go down to number nine for me, please. <clears throat> so this particular album was brought to you by the um, a great band that uh, Mike mentioned earlier in the, his honorable mention section. Okay. We had a long discussion about them eh, throughout most of the year, I think, as I I went through mo- all of their albums, I believe, this year, leading up to Warp Tour. Okay. And then what happened at Warp Tour, Mike? God damn it. Did they have a late set time? Ah, I know exactly who this is, man. Yes, they did, and Adam didn't get to see them. This is Silverstein. This is how the wind shifts. Yes. Great album, by the way. Okay. I got to say it was a very great album. This track particularly, I think, stood out more than the rest. 
I think this was a single. Yes, it was. Yeah. And then they did an acoustic version on the addendum version that came out yeah. later on, which What's was kind of cool. the addendum? That was really that was a really good idea. Yes. I mean, for most of the addendum is like an acoustic version, but they have one there um, where they blend two songs together. Right. The arrivals this is and how, departures. Songs. No, this is how the wind shifts. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a great song about domestic violence. Yes. But much better than a lot of other songs about domestic violence I've heard. So I don't know why surprisingly uplifting. (laughs) So there's 14 tracks on this album, but really only 10 of them are real songs. True. A few of the other ones are just kind of instrumental, la la la, one minute kind of thing. So I I only did it out of 10, and I was really surprised by how high this rated because I didn't know that this album, like I enjoyed it as much as I did. Back when I listened to it in fucking like May or something. Yeah, I, I, um, I remember when it came out. So I gave it a seven out of ten. Oh, good. That's a really respectable score. So what did you Which... think of the uh, the concept of the record, and the and the way that, yes. and the way that they laid out the track listing? Because if you don't know, we I, mentioned it a long time ago that the the first six it goes the first six songs first, and yeah and no, then seven. track seven to twelve are um, related to the songs. Six right. tracks earlier. So, so like track one al- aligns with track seven. Right. Track and two, two and with eight, eight. So on, so on. So it's basically what the way I read it was, it was like if one thing could change an argument, you know, yes. one one thing can change an outcome on something. So like here's one way it could have happened and then the other song is another way that it could have happened, which was kind That's... of like, like if you notice the, the heavier songs like have a mellow antithesis. Yes. And vice versa. That's that's a really interesting so way of putting I it. I enjoyed it. I haven't listened to this album in a few weeks, actually. I should probably listen to that, listen to it again, and then based on uh, your 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 analysis of it, that's that's really interesting. So that was what it. was kind of cool about the Addendum album, where they played "This Is How the Wind" or "This, this Is How, how the, wind the Wind Shifts." Yeah. To, like they played it overlapping yeah, on it each other. Yeah, it blended. And I was really like, hey, good. it blends and it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, and throw in an acoustic version of Massachusetts, and that's a pretty fucking cool six track ep thing <laughs> yeah that's so yeah i mean yeah this was my honorable mention uh but it was left over from uh my best albums of the year i, I, I don't know what i would would have rated it i'll probably give it like a low a high b i, I have to really anal- uh, analyze so it i was again. bummed we didn't get to see them at warp tour but they had the you know 850 set yeah. <laughs> and we would have been there was, like midnight my baby was about five weeks old at the time and i thought maybe i should go home and spend time with my baby and then i got home and my wife said why didn't you fucking stay? You could have stayed in, for the entire show. I don't care. I can handle this kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I was. I, I've seen Silverstein live once, and they put on a great show. And they sound really similar to their, the studio version of their album. Right, cool. And I was. And when I first heard it, I thought that they were lip syncing. <laughs> oh wow! Like, <laughs> they sounded that good. I thought they, they sounded were that good. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, should I move on to my number ten? Then? Please do number ten. All right, until we can match it up a little. So this one, I doubt that Mike listen to this particular album, but this was an album that came out over the course of last year through this year. Okay. 17 tracks altogether. Oh, this would be the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? With their B-Sides compilation. Okay. Which started in maybe June of last year. Yeah. Where they just released two tracks every couple of months. Yeah, and then they took a break, and then they they last... They they, they released like the last eight of them like within a short span of each other. Yeah, and it all... They all kind of got done... I think in August or July. Something like that. The middle Finally, of the all 17 tracks came in. So I initially gave this kind of poor ratings. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Last time. I remember you I didn't know. like this. Yeah. So like when I re-listened to it, though, there was a lot more tracks on it 
that I really enjoyed. This one I enjoyed right off the bat. This is a really cool song. What's right the song here. called? It's called Your Eyes Girl. Okay. So, you know, it's, it, it is a B-Sides album. It's not their best material. Sure. But I still enjoyed a handful of tracks on there. And their last but, album came out 2011, 11. right? Yeah. So, I mean, 17 more tracks on top of the 15 that were on that album. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just busy musicians. So... This one came in at a 12 out of 17. Oh, wow. Which I think I gave it like a 7 out of 17 last you time. You gave it so a low score. It's yeah. pretty low. So it's a 70.6%, which is only a 0.6% more than Silverstein. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the math don't lie, folks. Putting it in at number 10. On yeah, but technically Adam's speaking, Silverstein is a lot lower because you omitted four songs there. Right. You cheater, cheater, that pumpkin doesn't eater. fucking count as we learned with Paramore. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paramore. Paramore yeah. would have been in my disappointments if I had left in those ukulele songs. Well, you know what? The math don't lie, son. You need to, you need to play your cards where they fall. All right, Mike. So should we move on to your number nine? All right. So you want me to start this, this, this week? All right. So uh, <clears throat> this week, it, this, is a, this is a band that I got into this year, particularly because of this album. I saw that this band had a new album coming out, and I said, you know what? I've always meant to get into this band and i haven't mm. got to yet so right. i picked up this album and i listened to it uh i don't think adam uh, is, uh well I, adam's heard me talk about this band before but i don't think he's uh familiar with their discography but this is tegan and sarah Ooh. with their brand new album that came out <laughs> january 29th uh, it's called heartthrob oh yeah what, what, okay. what's so funny well i've just never heard a tegan and sarah song but oh, I yeah. know that they're like cute little girls. I've they're, never seen they're little, them. They're, they're twin girls who okay. are like the, the co front women of the band. Yeah. I've never seen them. I've they never look, heard them. They look. Imagine if Davey Havoc was a girl. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that as like an insult. They like look exactly Davey like Havoc which era? Like December Underground era. Okay. They okay. look exactly, suicide girls haircut. Yeah. And, they okay. look exactly like Davey Havoc. It's fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so uh, this is the first album I checked out from them, and uh, I'm glad I did because after I listened to this, I fell in love with this. It's just so good. It's it's it, it, as you can hear, it's you know it's electro pop. It's it's catchy. It's very catchy imagine. stuff. I mean, this one of the this is one of the best songs on there. This is I think like a third single called Goodbye. Uh, it's it's almost like this is what Haley Williams wants Paramore to be. But yeah. she has to stay with her rock roots. <laughs> yeah, by 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 uh, by, con- by contractual <laughs> obligations. Uh, this is definitely um, like I said, I, I got into the band this year because of this album. I picked up their uh, entire discography after listening to this album and started listening to it all the way through. And uh, this is def- and I learned that this is definitely a, a change for them because they started off as like a wow. kind of dash uh, not dashboard uh, like Taylor uh, Swift. No, kind of like a Death Cab for Cutie kind of thing, but you know, with female vocals and stuff. Interesting. Dual female vocals. So they started off really indie, trash, kind of <laughs> hipster rock stuff. Is it easy to tell the difference between them since they're twins and they're girls mm-hmm. and they have the same vocal styling? Mm-hmm. One of them has a slightly lower octave to her voice. Okay. I don't know if that's intentional. Or I don't know o- if they trade off. Her ovaries hang a little lower. Her ovaries hang a little okay, lower, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't know anything about their personal life. I know that they're both like, I know that they're both lesbians, but that's about it. Oh, that, that, that's a big deal or something because I remember they were on Warp. It was either them or another band, uh, but they were on Warp tour, and then uh, Fat Mike from No Effects like 
started making fun of them because he's like a douchebag. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he didn't like make fun of people. He called them dykes and shit. Oh. That's a, you know, which is not nice. But, Very true. but that's, Very that's true. another story for another time. But yeah. This, All right. So this is a yeah. This is a this is a huge change for them in their in their career and uh. I'm really glad I got into this band because I'm really looking forward to what they have to offer. How next. many albums do they have? I want to say five. Prior. Whoa, yeah. that's a long. That's a long. They've, they've, they've had a long career. Yeah, like I said, I've always heard of this band since getting into modern music uh, or the, the modern modern music scene. Uh, but I've never just for whatever reason I just you know never caught on to them. And uh, just until now, I, just, I was just in a music lull in January of January 29th, and it's like you know what I'll. Give them a Let's shot. Check it out. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, re- I definitely recommend you check it out. I think okay. you'd like it. Yeah. Since I'm digging Paramore, just like the only female singer on my iPod, which is <laughs> really sad. Well, you, did you have that? Uh, what's that one goth chick? Oh, Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Yeah, <laughs> that was not a goth chick. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that anymore, right? <laughs> Mrs. Bullet for my Valentine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So oh, uh, Tegan man. and Sarah, heartthrob. Don't fuck with Hailstorm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I promise I won't. <laughs> I haven't listened to her since the beginning of the year. And that, that yeah, that was 2012. So we'll see if she has a new album. Or they, sorry, I they have not. a new album. Grammy nominated <laughs> album. Grammy award winning album. Ooh, <laughs> even better. <laughs> All right. Um, so this next band is also a Warp Tour band, which would be coming in at number eight. Okay. Eight? No, nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine for you. Nine on my list. Um, another Warp Tour band. Uh, Mike has already mentioned this band, but um, I really fucking love this album. Was this and on my honorable mentions? This was, yes. Okay. I don't think any of my best would, were on your worst. Okay. The closest was that Escape the Fate album. That was like the closest. <laughs> yeah, that was your honorable mention. Yeah, <laughs> to, that was like your that. middle of the road kind of meh. So I'm going to play the song that Mike and I heard when we were at Warp Tour. Ah, this is Zero by Hawthorne Heights. This would be Zero by Hawthorne Heights. Great album, great album. I gotta say, another album with weird in-between stuff that didn't make a lot of sense, so I deleted those tracks. (laughs) Yeah, it's got like this uh, uh, public service announcement by this corporate overlord, and (laughs) the outro track is is like the underground, like, the underground people like, Sending a distressing yes. out like, like no, you are not alone. Right? <laughs> look, look for the zeros of alternative li- alternative living. Whatever. Management. It's a weird concept. You gotta so listen to it. I did just lie because this wasn't the song that they played at the show. No, this is the track right before it. But this was probably my favorite track. This is a on good the entire track. Fucking yeah. Like out of all of their discography, like this song was the first one to jump out to me. Like, yeah. like this was the one that reminded me of why I liked this band so oh, much. Oh yeah, this this reminds me of like their catchy music from when they first started. Yes. Not from Silence of Black and White, but from uh, right. If Only You Were Lonely. Yeah. Right. So, a good fucking album, a good fucking song. Yeah. Again, um, I I really feel bad for this band because they have their image a little bit tarnished because of that really shitty song Ohio's I, the Lovers. I just I, if they didn't have to close their show. I think song. I think it's just required. If, you, if you're going yeah. to, if you're going to see Hawthorne Heights, you're going because you, for some reason you like that song. Uh, <laughs> that, that song <laughs> defined them, right? You know, and for unfortunately, that's why it it didn't put them on my radar until like what 2011. Yeah, yeah. With the Hate and Hope EPs when those yeah. first came out, like that was when I first started really listening to this band. Yeah. And then you know they they were another one that was promoting the hell out of their album. 
on Facebook be- when they were recording it. Yeah. Like, oh my God, the drums are so awesome. Oh, by the way, it's a concept album. Oh my God, it's going to be so great. You guys are going to be so happy. So they're just like, oh fuck, it's going to be awful. It's going to be shit. <laughs> it's one of the rare times where the overhype actually kind of lives up to it. Yeah. Finally. And uh, it was great to see them live. And then I put this album on right afterwards, even though it yeah. was three days before it officially released because Mike and I are in the know. Yeah, we were in and, the music biz. Shut know, up. It's all good. So that one came in at a 9 out of 12. Yeah, when I was putting my list together, if, if you remember two weeks ago, this was my uh, honorable mention. But when I was putting my best of list, this is actually in the running to... I was like, do I put Tegan and Sarah on, or do I put Hawthorne Heights Ooh, on? Wow. It was it was just barely really close. Yeah, it was just barely. A, but I, I decided I like Tegan and Sarah better. So this was the first of three albums for me that are all at seventy five percent. Oh, okay. With a nine out of twelve. So, Interesting. Yes, seventy five percent was a common number for this three way tie for Adam. Three tie between number nine and number seven. All right, man. So let all me right. move on to my number eight now. Numero. Ocho. Our longtime listeners might recommend uh, might uh, recognize this band uh, because we did a full episode on this band back in episode fifty-two. Adam, do you recognize this I song right this. away? This would be Outside Animals. That's right, with their debut EP, wow. Black Room. If you <laughs> These listen- guys haven't been posting on Facebook lately, and that worries me. I don't know what's <laughs> new with them. We never got around to get into one of their shows. Yeah, they, they we don't live in the LA area. That's true, and they don't they don't play a lot of shows either. Yeah, not it, it seemed like they were when this first came out. Well, absolutely, they did, but we just you know at the time it came out, we were just too it's busy. An, and... It's an incredible EP, which I did not put on my list. Okay, Same I was like wondering if you were going to do that. Yeah, it's nowhere on my thirty-one albums because I bowed to the corporate. Bitch that is. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, what do you have against indie rock? I, I wait then? for corporations to tell me what to like. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I listen. Animals brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are promoted by Pepsi, maybe I put you on my list, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys. Yeah, so, uh, so, you know, we talked uh, at length about this uh, album. We listened to the whole thing. We reviewed the entire EP, all five tracks of them, or yes. oh, six tracks of them, on uh, episode 52. So go check that out if you get a chance to. Uh, but again, it's just, what, this, uh, this album actually wins the prize of. Uh, biggest surprise of this year Probably, i wasn't yeah. yeah i wasn't expect like when uh colin the lead singer of this album of this band uh, uh, uh contacted me online he said you know what you guys are a podcast it seems like you like music would you be interested in checking out our album i wasn't expecting to like it as much as i did and right. it's one of the strongest releases of this year for me it's so good it is a good album yeah most or of the song EP. yeah most of the songs are like so hummable and like, I, I catch myself uh, I catch myself like singing it randomly while I'm like throughout the year, and the and the the, the harmonies there. Yeah, I mean, any band that has good harmonies will work. Something that Mike and mine's bands were kind of lacking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we tried. This is just this is just an album that you can tell they put a lot of work into. They put a lot of care and their their, their heart and soul went into. And, and I I really hope that they have new material coming out. Soon I do too. Maybe that's why they're taking a lull just I to go record yes. some more. Or get signed by Pepsi by or Pepsi. Capital or by whatever. By Pepsi Records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, uh, That was yeah. nice to listen to again because it has been a while since I've put their EP. Yeah, and I, I guarantee spin. you now that song's in your brain hole, it's going mm-hmm. to it's gonna, it's gonna make its way back oh, yeah. into your ears sometimes. Soon. I loved it. My ear yeah. pussy. Uh, so they don't really have like, you know, a, a little a page. But go, uh, if you go to uh, uh, outsideanimals.bandcamp.com, you can check out their album. You can buy it now. And as of right now, it's Name Your Price. Ooh, so you can right. you can you can get it absolutely for free, or you can throw them a few bones. It was four dollars when it originally came out, but uh, 
Yeah, right. outside animals, man. Black, uh, <laughs> a black room. Black room. All right. So, moving on to uh, my number eight. Ooh, this was a band that I was worried about for this year. Uh-oh. Um, band that goes way back with me, much like the Chili Peppers and I do. But, um, you know, they release a new album every so often. And unfortunately, from now on, I have to give it a listen. And luckily, this year, I was very much surprised. Their previous album from 2009, I very much enjoyed. And this one, I wasn't sure about, but I was happy. And I know that Mike did not give this one a listen. But that's okay, because I don't expect him to. It's okay. Should be able to recognize it from the guitar riff. If you're in the know, you would know. I guess I'm not in the know. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Do you want to listen to all five minutes of this song, and then we can talk about it? Yes, I'll take a nap. All right. (laughs) I don't know when the words come in, but... (laughs) (laughs) What is this, Alice? This must be Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. That's right, they did have an album. That's right, The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here. The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here. Fantastic album. Uh, Again, it's like they released their first album without Lane back in 2009. Yeah. It was a good album. This one I wasn't so sure about because the last one was good. Sophomore Slump Man. Yeah, and I I don't follow this band as much anymore. So they go on tour. They sell out shows everywhere. They're very popular still. Um... But then when they released this one, it was just a good album. I mean, it sounds like them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's they very, got that little timeless sound to them. It's something that Pearl Jam didn't keep as they progressed through the years. Yeah, they wanted know? to evolve like bitches. They evolved into just mediocre, middle-of-the-road rock. At least I can say about Alice in Chains, it's not middle-of-the-road. It's really yeah. like they have their niche, they have their sound. And it's dark enough. I still remember your sound off on this uh, on this on this album. I know you you gave it. Very, you were very. I was surprised. You were digging it. Yeah. It's really long. Yeah. I did mention. Yeah, I don't tell that. I don't remember how long I said it was, but it was over an hour, and I had to break it up into four. Like, <laughs> yeah, you three said EPs. Yeah, you, that's what you said. You had to break it up like that. <laughs> three four song EPs. So I think I gave it an eight out of twelve originally, but going back, I, I gave it a nine out of twelve. Okay. For solid seventy five percent. 75%. And awesome, I look man, yeah. forward to anything new from them, even though they're pushing 50. Yeah. yeah if, you, if, you, if you know Adam personally, this is his former favorite band. This was number one. Yeah. If I had to do a number now, I, I would probably like shoot myself because I, couldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to just like do enough. Yeah, that, you know? that, I, I, I am, I'm the same way. I kind of cheat. I mean, Thursday is still my favorite band, but I, when, I can't, I'll, I'll never be able to rank all my favorites because I, I just cheat and say, oh, they're all my number two. Right, right. <laughs> or just say like, Thursday's in the top three. You yeah, know? <laughs> no, Thursday's always going to be my number one <laughs> okay. for me, yeah. I, okay. I, I love that band from start to finish. Anyway, anyway, number seven for me now. Adam, I do believe that this was in your honorable mentions two weeks ago. Uh, one of uh, not because of this song. I, I believe that you said that you like this song. This is a. Uh, you know what this is, right? I know who this is. Yeah, this is a uh, Paramore with their album. I just, I just want. I just want to hear your voice. Oh, Adam came. God. Oh, you got uh, it in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> you just came in my ear, pussy. Wait, which? What's the name of the song? Ain't this it is fun? fun. Yes. Yeah. I love this fucking song. This is a really so good much. song. Yeah, so Adam, this was your uh, honorable mention two weeks ago, and you you kind of cheated with the score like you were doing with some of your albums. You I know. taking out like all the uh, uh, ukulele stuff. You reviewed it back in like 
January yeah. or February. I reviewed it before you did, yeah. And you you said you gave it about a 10 out of 17. Something like that, yeah. Which I think I would have given it... And that was a very early review, too. That was I, I just listened to it like maybe three or four days ago before... Three or four days before I actually reviewed it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was probably the initial one. But the more you listen to it... Like the more you start to understand it, and you start you start to understand why the songs are placed that way, it, the, you like the ukulele stuff is not that bad. No, it's not. Yeah, it kind of like it just breaks kinda, the monotony a little bit. I mean, there's not a lot of monotony on that. No, the, the 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 songs themselves are very varied, and you get your you know you get your pop songs, you get your kind of gospely kind of pop songs, and then you this get is like the gospely one. Yeah, which I, it, I assume that was why the the video never worked out. Yeah, because they couldn't get the gospel choir parts. <laughs> right. To work. All you gotta do is lip sync it. Jesus. I know, but you never know. So yeah, and then you got your pop rock songs. You got your solid alternative songs. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a very varied. But the bad, the downside was the sappy love ballads. Not not just uh, the song that I don't like. What's it called? Uh, I don't know still anymore. Still you. Yes, yeah. Not just that one, but there's another one. A really slow one? Yeah. yeah. That's like over five minutes long. That's like towards the end. And it's something about, now I'm one of those crazy girls. Yes. And I just, I tried and tried and tried to like that song. That song is okay to me. I know it's, it, what brings it down is the lyrics, like you said. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those 15-year-old angsty, <laughs> like, how dare you treat me this bad? Now I'm going to do everything that I told you I'd never do. Yeah. It's, it's all a, your fault. It's an interesting song. I wonder how much of this, like, Kaylee Limbs wrote herself. It might be ironic. I don't know. Yeah, it could like be. Like, she was writing about a, a character. It could be. This could be a that concept record that we don't know about. Based on her yeah. life. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a Paramore self-titled uh, album. Yeah, give, it, give it a listen, especially if you're into pop rock, if you're into bands like, uh, you know, No Doubt, and you're looking to fill that void, I think. Par- especially in Paramore's new style, they'll definitely uh, fill that void for you if you if you if, if you're wanting to get it filled. And if you don't give a shit about the almost, go absolutely, see on, go see him on tour with Aaron Gillespie. Because <laughs> even Aaron Gillespie likes Paramore better than his own fucking band. <laughs> oh my god, I was dying when I was listening to that. What else give a shit about the almost? <laughs> okay, I, I totally was expecting that album to be on my bests. Yours, but, okay. yeah, but the the math just doesn't lie. No, no, sir. Okay, and it's <clears throat> even higher because you're fucking cheating too. I know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it's my list. I do what I want. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. All right. So number seven, Mike will be very proud of me for having this album on my list. Okay, and I'm I I know for a fact it will show up somewhere before the end of this podcast on Mike's list. You don't know that, son. I. If I'm wrong, then I will be very You'll surprised. You kick my own ass. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I haven't heard it yet. Okay. And it's from one of his favorite bands that I'm extremely happy that he got me into okay. over the last couple of years. Oh, this is Senses Fail with Renacer. Yes. Yes, it is. And this, I think, there's a lot of really good songs on this album. I know yes. Mike didn't care for this one, but I think this would be probably my favorite one on the album. You know what? Maybe, like... Did I say I didn't like the song? This is Ancient Tombs. Ancient Tombs. I remember you saying Ancient oh, Tombs was kind of a, a low point on the album. Yeah, you. I remember saying I didn't like the chorus as much. But okay. as you know, it came out early in the year, this came out uh, March 26th. How did I know that? I don't, I don't have it on my list. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> memorized it, people. It's coming out March 26th, early in the year, so I've had all year to absorb it, and... Yeah, there's the chorus right there. I think it's this a, chorus is hooky as fuck. It's hooky as fuck, but I remember, like... I think the song before and the song after it are just totally, like, way different. I think this kind of just yeah. threw me for a loop a little bit. Okay. But I think now that I've had a chance to absorb it and uh, listen to it properly, I think 
I really appreciate this song for, what, for how so good I it is. So I have no doubt this one is showing up somewhere in Mike's You don't know that. Top you six. don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, Mike was nice enough to uh, introduce me to this band, even though there's a lot of stuff from them I particularly don't care yes, for. Yes, it was kind but, of difficult to get you into it. <laughs> right. I remember but, I was really excited showing you... Every, um, uh, Life is not a waiting room, which came out in 2008. <laughs> right, and I I started him off with that record right away, which in hindsight was so, a bad idea. So what happened was this is how Mike introduced me. Like, hi, Adam, this is my friend Buddy. You and him, I think, will get along really well because he likes to cut himself a lot, and he talks about it all the time. Yes. So enjoy. <laughs> and then he just walked away. And Adam, do you like? Buddy. Do you like? Do you like to work off hours? <laughs> so that was unfortunately my first. Uh, taste of Senses Fail. I'm glad I listened to the albums around that one. Yes. And this one, I don't know if it would be my favorite one. Ooh, interesting. Because so far, might, I last think time I, I heard The Fire was your favorite. That's right. When I haven't listened to The Fire for a while now. It came out 2011. 10. 10. Yes, 10. And then the Follow Your Bliss EP, which I really enjoyed, came out yes. in like 2012. So good. That was my favorite album of 2012. Yes. So, um, yeah, this solid album, 75%. There was three tracks that I didn't particularly care for. Okay. Can't remember which ones they were, yeah. but that was a track that I really, really liked. Yeah, absolutely, man. But, so, I remember, uh, I don't remember we reviewed it. We gave a whole On the Plate for We did that the one. On the Plate, yeah. yeah. So, Way back in March or so. You still like uh, Mi Amor, right? The, the oh, song yeah. that's <laughs> sung like 85% Spanish. Right. It's such a good song. It freaks me out every time. Yeah. But I end up... Mi Amor! Right. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I, I hate this. But by the end of the song, I'm like, I love this. <laughs> Who am I trying to kid? <laughs> <laughs> you are the moon. I am the wolf. <laughs> right. Mike so, was screaming that at his wife for an entire week. I was. I <laughs> she didn't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on really quick. So number six for me, uh, just like Adam said with uh, Renaissance in uh, Senses Fail, I think this album is going to show up on Adam's top list Uh-oh. as well. Somewhere in the top six. Somewhere in the top six. Ooh, this is AFI. AFI with Burials, Burials. which was my number 12. Oh, on my, that's right. Which was, would have been my honorable mention Fuck, number I forgot, one. I forgot about that already. That's Never mind. okay. It's okay. That's a shame. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> this is the first time. Okay, one punch. Ugh. Right in your fucking ugly face. I know. For you, this is six. This is number six for and me. For me, yeah. it was 12. You know, it's it's not that bad. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, oh, man. It's, it's a good catchy just feel good record to an extent okay i know i there i mean it's it's almost what did i say 69.2% good okay <laughs> the other tracks just break yeah, at my skin too much i remember when we reviewed it you liked the first half much better than the second half was that it um no no give or take i it was like i liked the first Two tracks, two or three and then songs, and not then. the next two, and then I like the next three. Okay, not the next so one. Very it, it was sporadic, okay. but there's definitely some good songs on there that are singable in that fun way that I enjoyed singing along with Crash Love. Yes, it's not that different than Crash Love, but it's, it is darker. Yes, than Crash Love, which I do like. What I've what I've come to determine is that it's got the it's it, it's got the 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 tone of Crash Love, but the atmosphere. Of December Underground, right? It's got like the best of both of those albums. I, probably a little opinion. Sing the Sorrow in there. A little bit of Sing the Sorrow, like for the first two songs, I think. And yeah. it pissed me off when I happened to be listening to the radio a couple of days ago. Oh no! An AFI song came on that I didn't know. What? It sounded like it was from Sing the Sorrow era. 
Interesting. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, it sounded like... How did that get on the radio? It was like it was a B-side or something that got leaked on. How does a B-side get on the radio? But it sounded like a ton of 2003 AFI songs <laughs> all molded together. Oh, man, I want my long hair back. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, this is a good album. All right, so we're a little bit divided on this it's one. It's not so. great. Okay. But I expect a lot from this band. Yeah. <laughs> Just like with Rise Against, AFI, you know. This band is probably, like, ones. in the current music scene, like, in the top echelon. Like, they're, they're like in the Wiseman's Committee. Of, right. Of right. Bands. <laughs> <laughs> We've been around since 95. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I, I think I, okay, I liked it a lot better than Adam did. Uh uh, so you know, check it out for yourself, and you and, and you know, decide for yourself. Let us know. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I feel like I mean, with this band, we can go on for days about this band. But like me liking this band and getting into their old stuff, like gave me. It just it, it made me feel like I was credible yes. in some way as like a music lover. This was one of your, you know, this is one of the bands that uh, like started you off listening to modern music. Yes, because yeah. you because you gave me the AFIs and the Rise Against. Rise Against, and where Rise, Rise, Ag- Rise Against seemed to go a little bit more mainstream mm-hmm. in their later years. AFI seems to be straddling that line. Just like, okay, we're a little bit mainstream, but we're still doing our own thing that yeah. not everybody likes. Yes. But like to Adam. listen to, <laughs> to to listen to like the early stuff and the fact that I loved it so much, I was like, I I, I finally feel like people will take me seriously. Yes, <laughs> like all you in need this is a scene of music. It's all like, you need now is is an AFI hoodie. I don't have one because I can't find a cool enough one. I know They're, AFI's merchandise is kind of lame. Yeah, it's all they right. have this weird image thing where they're going like too artsy fartsy. And you'll look like yeah. a douche if you wear it. Because a lot of, like, all black but with gold stenciling yes, and things exactly. like that. Weird. You're like, no, but maybe that was more the Crash Love era. That was, yeah, that was, like, three um, years ago. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of gold going on at that time. Yeah. But um, still, good album. Not the best, but okay. definitely... It's all right, Adam. We're all allowed to be wrong every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so it gets an honorable mention from Adam, but it, it's my number six top album of the year. Decide for yourself, folks, and let us know. All right. So number six. This one, I believe, ended up in Mike's honorable mentions from two weeks ago. Okay. And so I chose not to play the song that he played. But let's see if he can... I'm sure he'll be able to recognize it right away, though. Okay. Ooh, Conventional Weapons by the My Chemical Romance. So Mike played, like, the best song from the album. Yes. And... uh, (laughs) So instead of just following in his footsteps, yeah. I was like, this song was just like trashy enough. This, this to, was, I think this was released the same time as uh, yeah, yeah. whatever that song was called. Because they did that whole release yeah, two, songs two songs every, every month or something. So this is Tomorrow's Money. Yes. So I enjoyed this album greatly, and Mike and I talked about it quite a bit throughout the year. And yeah, we we always there was always like a feed topic every time uh, the, the, the songs came out. Someday we'll get more news on conven- on My Chemical Romance. But you think they're ever going to come back together? I think they're going to take a long break. Okay. And then Midlife Crisis Tour. Yes. Twenty nineteen opening for AFI. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I gave this one a. Uh, Eight out of ten. Yeah, I think I think like uh, track seven and eight. You and I both didn't really appre- like very much. Yeah, maybe it was eight and nine for me. I can't remember exactly. Well, nine now. and ten are nine. Nine and ten came out the same time. Those, those and those True. two end the album really well. So I think it was seven and eight that we both okay. didn't really okay. like as much. But I like pretty much the whole first freaking six seven songs. Yeah, which were pretty good. So I gave it an eighty percent. 
Yeah, so we're getting you, up there. You know, that's eight out of ten. Yeah. So do you, do you think? Let's assume for a minute. Let's 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 write the future history of my chemical romance. Let's say they never go back together. Do you think never. this is an appropriate? Do you think this is an appropriate uh, uh, bookend to their career? Well, if you enjoyed pre Danger Days, My Chemical Romance, then you will definitely enjoy this album. Mm-hmm. There's um, some Danger Daisy elements. A little bit because to, they took. Was it? Some of the, the some of the choruses of this album turned out to be like bridges to right, some of the right. some of the songs in Danger Days, which kind of worked. No, not really. It didn't. Work. No, so <laughs> nothing um, on Danger Days worked. <laughs> I would hate to say that this is like the band's final goodbye kind of album, which is interesting because they didn't write it that way. Exactly. They so wrote I, this before. Danger I, I, Days. I would like to leave it open ended that okay. they will release another album. Like I said, 2019. Yeah, 2018, Sounds something like that. We'll, we'll take our daughters to that concert. Probably. <laughs> Mine will be like five. <laughs> We're going to see Gerard Way. <laughs> Don't worry, he's dreamy. <laughs> um, Dad, it's not 2003 anymore. <laughs> Grow up, you queer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my lifestyle is who I... That was born this way, little girl. You go to your room. You go to your room and you listen to Tegan and Sarah <laughs> like Uncle Mike made you. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so... Conventional Weapons, number six. Yeah, that, that that was a good choice. Again, that was one of the albums that fell off of my best of this uh, for for this year. So, uh, good choice for you, man. Number five. Number five. This was one that Mikey. I was anticipating very much all year because they were this band was hyping it all over the place. They were hyping it on Facebook. They were hyping it on their YouTube channel. Probably their MySpace Whoa. if you if you still log on to there. That's what Outside Animals needs a YouTube <laughs> channel and, and a MySpace. <laughs> uh, but this is uh, the album that came out on my. Oh, this Watch it, Yeah, this is a uh, Hollow Bodies by Bless the Fall. Came out. Uh, the week of my birthday, and this is the perfect birthday present to give to me. Thank you, Bo Bogan. <laughs> Bo, you and Bo are like the same person. I both so. in love with lights. Yes. Both pretty except lead singers. Except he's fucked lights, and I have yet to fuck lights. <sighs> you soon enough will. One day. One day. If I grow my hair out, I can probably convince lights that I, I know. So okay, this... let's make another baby. <laughs> so this was number 13 on my list. Yeah. So it was in number two of my honorable mentions. Right, right. Um, still, great album. I loved him at Warp Tour. I don't know why you... I still don't know why you didn't like that Warp Tour show. Maybe you weren't close enough. For this year? Yeah. I liked it. The year before. Yeah, I was fucking dancing. And yeah. I got assaulted by my stalker. And was there just too many people there this time? Or... I don't know. Was I it think the it same was, set list that threw you off? Well, it was that... They, they played a majority of the songs they played uh, in 2011. Right. Yeah. No. Th- 2012. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just about their stage presence just this year. Maybe they were tired. I don't know what I it felt was. That they were bouncing around like crazy, and that's why it was so weird Again, to see Hawthorne you Heights were afterwards. My wife while watching. True. Them. We got really close, and it was really fucking loud, and yeah. I could like feel Bo's life. Yeah. Life force I was, within me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was watching. I was trying to dance along too because you know I, I love all the songs they played live, uh, but yeah, it was. I was watching them closely, and they just weren't, you know, as energetic as I thought they were going to be. Okay. But See, anyway. I, I felt that way in 2012. Okay. Like, I felt that they bumped up their game quite a bit for 2013. Okay. I don't know why. It might have been because I was closer. I don't know. Maybe. To be fair, last year we weren't really watching them. We were more like yes. avoiding, um, avoiding people acting like missiles. Well, and also there when I was squished up with your wife, like. You couldn't dance because we were just all like pinned together. Yes, you were busy getting her pregnant. I know. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> um, and there was no dancing going on at all. And the other good thing was that they didn't play 
Hey Baby. Oh, that's right. Are yeah. You Alone Tonight? Which that would have gotten all hate that the panties wet. I hate that song so much. It's not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fact that they didn't play that was good enough for yeah, me. Absolutely. Any other song is better than that. But you know, that song gets the crowd moving. True. But, uh, yeah, so we did a hole on the plate on this album, so we talked at length of it. But just, just to reiterate, there's a lot of really energetic songs here. Uh, for the first time in a long time, this band... Uh, went to a different producer to re- produce their album Ooh, and I think sorry. that was for the better because it brought new life to their music and it brought a new a, a new tone I think it was uh, but you know they're going in a good direction I don't know if I want to see them go in that same aggressive slope because I do like how they balance their uh, their aggression with the, you know, the, their pop sensibilities true yeah I think it, it, it balanced out very well on this album yeah because they're not a band that's going to throw in like three or four ballads no. into an album like A Day to Remember. Right, exactly. So, like, just keep it heavy. And they're fucking videos. I mean, it's just, like, this is a metal band. Yeah, this is... This <laughs> you is I mean, you, you wouldn't really... I mean, you, if you're, if you're judging... Fire by, going up around them. And yeah. Shit, it's like, if you're, okay, I get it. You guys are heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's heavy and skinny jeans, so all the metal heads won't, all that metal heads won't like them. I know. <laughs> yeah, but this is, a, this, this, this is a band that a lot of... Especially if you're into hardcore or metal, this is a band that you guys definitely need to be getting into because they're definitely going to put you in the mood, if, if it, anything. Like, I, even their worst album is still a good album. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. And when Mike talked about their previous album in 2011, I think it was somewhere like number 10 on your yeah, bests. It was, it, was, it was interesting. It was number 10 on my best, but it was also number 10 on my most disappointing. That's right. Yeah. So... um that was when, like, I, I watched the video that Mike posted from YouTube when he yes. did his blog on it, and like, I forget if that was gutter mouth. No, not. Oops. It was like the first single. I the first single, yeah. yeah. And I was just like watching, like, holy fuck, this is this is fucking cool. And I was just like, Mike, you gotta give me these albums. Yeah, yeah. That was just them in the studio too. Like, yeah, they, they made a music video in the studio. And and then I listened to his last walk, which was their first album, and that just opened up my brain. Yeah. Is that to, still your favorite from them? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I. I that's a good choice. Can't say otherwise because yeah. Craig Mabbitt is really good at times. Yeah, that's before he became a douchebag. Right. Yeah. Different lead singer for that album. Tune in to last week's episode to hear more about Craig Mabbitt. <laughs> if you dare. <laughs> because we hate you. All right. So number five on my list. Mike discussed them. Not a lot of overlap yet. Not They're like halfway through the enough. list. Like most, some of my bests are your... Uh, Sorry, I have to turn the computer screen Ooh. away so Uh-oh. I can see which album I'm clicking on because I have to go into my iTunes for this. This one wasn't in Groove Shark. I was not. <laughs> by the way, the skinny today is brought to you by the good people over at Groove Shark and iTunes. Absolutely. For any of your music <laughs> needing or playlist making needs. Or the skinny subscribing needs. Tune to Groove Shark or iTunes. <laughs> Unless you're the CEO, then you might want to. Drop out early. Oh, sorry, that was for that a was a feed ago. topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was a very good album that Mike and I already discussed at length. So I'm just gonna pick the track that I didn't like so much. Huh? Interesting. But it's all right. This is the best of list, jerk. <laughs> should I should I pick a track that I liked more? <laughs> well, have I? Because you got to rem- okay. Have I played this song yet? Or you, have I- you haven't played this song. Okay. This album, and I don't want to choose the one that you did. So I'll just pick track one. Oh, this is Story of the Year. There we go with their Page Avenue Ten Years and Counting. Yes. So good choice, good choice. 
I, this album I didn't care for that much at first. The original. The, the original I didn't care for that much at yeah. first. It grew on me through the course of the year to have this become one of my favorite bands. If I can fit any more into my top ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my, I was just like, oh, what's the point of listening to a re, re fucking recorded album? Yeah. And then Mike was like, no, they're doing the songs all differently. There's pianos and dubstep, and you'll love it. And, <laughs> and I did that too. I ran into the room, and then I ran right out. Because <laughs> I'm fucking said, spastic like that. <laughs> and and. I listened to it and I liked this album more than the original version. Yeah, I go back and forth because I really have like a soft spot for Page Avenue. It was it's one of my favorite. You probably put that like my top thirty of all time. Wow. Uh, but all right. uh, yeah, this 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 remix album is really good too. I and wish I, that more bands that I like would do something like this now. Yeah, and this, this year was a good cool. year for remixes album because I mean they had this one and on on my list on my honorable mention site. So Lights did Siberia Acoustics, which, right. is, a, which yeah. is exactly like this, too. It's like all piano-driven, and uh, there's some electronic elements to it, but she's an electronic artist. Yeah. So, um, again, track number four is called In the Shadows. Yes. I love that, that song on the originals, but is I... That's the one with the dis- dubstep on this yeah, one, right? <laughs> I really don't like the version on here. And then I think um, Divide and Conquer was another song I did not care for, okay. the, the new version. So it, it got an 8 out of 10. Another eighty percent. Another eighty percent. It's coming in at number five. Interesting. That was a good. Yeah, that, that, that was a good choice for for a top album. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, like, yeah, like I said, this is this is definitely uh, the remix is something I go back and forth with. But do I like it better than the original? It's it's very rare that that happens. And since I didn't have as much emotional connection to the original, I just kind of went in. Yeah. If, blind. if if you guys are a regular listener, you know that Adam just absorbed their entire discography like within a few weeks of each other. Just yeah. this year too. Yeah. Excuse all me. all five albums i guess yeah. all right mike is it number four time cool for beans We're number getting into four. the nitty and the gritty you said it's, that track that number five to two yeah and i forgot to mention that before yeah number five to number two for me uh i had a hard time ranking these because I, I like i said i don't rank them numerically so just think of number five to number two is like a, a four-way tie okay yeah so I, I think it was kind of the same thing for me between uh well five and six on my list okay the same. but yeah, so anyway. number four for me right. this is something we talk i think this is the the first the first album that we have overlap with uh and, and adam will recognize it right away this is this is me amor it's me amor <laughs> renacer by senses fail and this is the song we were talking about a few minutes ago uh, where he speak, where he sings it or screams it, yes. like 85 percent in Spanish. So, Mike, did you get your wife to translate the song to you throughout the uh, the week that this album came out? Actually, the the week of, I I asked her what the bridge was, and and, and she looked at me weird because she I, I had to play it a few times, and she's like, "You are you are the moon, I am the wolf." <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, oh, that's so, I'm like, "That's so, not that's so not fucking punk," but I love he, it. He howls at her. Yes. When she walks by down the street, right? <laughs> which is kind of sexual, which is kind of rapey in a way. What about with the verses? Did she? Uh, the she verses to... are like you, you. I don't know, like word for word, but uh, the, the 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 gist of it is like you changed who I am. I used to be so cold, but now you've warmed my heart. I remember that line. I yeah. was a wolf. Now <laughs> you just, are the ocean. You now are the I'm moon. Just a, a terrier. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This whole album. Uh, I have a I have a real like emotional connection to Senses Fail because I've been following their career since 2003, and um, like each album has it's like a different stage of 
addiction and, and depression. I like right. I like to I like to think of it that way. And when this album came out, actually, I started last year with their "Follow the Bliss, Follow Your Bliss" EP. Like, this is the first time where the entire album's message is about hope and recovery. It and is a pretty positive album. It, that is for sure. If you juxtapose that with their first album, which musically it's kind of poppy, it's kind of mellow, but the lyrics are really aggressive and depressing and right. and really mean at times. And it's a, yeah. yeah and, uh, but, but you juxtapose that with this, where the music is really aggressive. But well, the, he is 28 now. Yeah. So he's moving on with his life. Exactly. He's putting his father issues in the past. Yeah. Focusing on his new love interest. Next album, all about how much he's a bitch. That's right. New Absolutely. So new target. <laughs> so since his fail, 2015, greatest fucking album ever. Greatest breakup album ever. Yes. The divorce EP. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. It, Sign my papers, bitch. On top of my personal connection with Census Fail, this is just a good album, dude. This is just a fucking solid, hard punk album with a positive message, which you don't really see a lot. True. Yeah. It's hard for me to call it, like, pure punk. Because seems... there is some pop stuff into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very much like how Story of the Year is a mixture between punk and metal. Yeah, this band is kind of a good mixture of punk and metal. But. Yeah, it's a perfect balance. I mean, that's that, I mean, that's like my music taste right there. Like all balanced between the aggression and and you know the, the pop R and B sensibilities. So it, it, I, I find that kind of music to be uh, very um, a, a, very accessible to people who aren't uh, familiar with that kind of music style. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, I'm excited. It was number four. Number four for me. So. so number seven. Can you at least give me a, a, a break on that one? Right. <laughs> okay. Close enough. Our first overlap, so that's good enough. Yeah. All right. So that means we're moving on to number four on my list, which... This is where it's going to start getting angry, man. It might. But this was another album that you mentioned two weeks ago oh, okay. on your honorable mentions. Ah, so you can just go back two weeks ago and have your whole list fucking Almost. There. How many did we have here? This will, this will be number... Let's see, we had Silverstein, Hawthorne Heights, My Chemical Romance, Story of the Year, and now yeah. this one. So that's five of okay. my 11 here that you mentioned <laughs> earlier, which I was still kind of pissed that they didn't end up in your top. Okay. But, you know, Tegan well, and Sarah, they, they deserved Tegan it. and Sarah, man, had to get it. <laughs> well, um, let's see. We'll, 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 let's play the track, and let's, I, I can so, tell you if they were a leftover from the top albums of the year. Okay. Yeah. They probably were, because okay. I think you did mention that already. But I chose a different track than the one that you played. Ah, Even though your, played. your track okay. was far superior to this one. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> sorry. But um, this band just released a new video for the song a couple weeks ago. Ooh. And oh, Mike said this that is... this was the male model band. Yes, we came as Romans. <laughs> this is We Car. <laughs> we Car, exactly. Yeah, we came as Romans. Ro- Romans. So uh, this band fell into the same problem as Silverstein did at Warp Tour, where their set was way too late for yes. us. I really and this album to see hadn't them. come out. No, because we just saw the. the That's right. That's right. We, we just saw the the release date on their fucking giant yeah. mansion bus. We saw them at the end of June, and the album came out the end of July. Yeah. And fucking, I, I wasn't sure. Like, I, I, it took me a long time to really settle on how much I like this album and how and much you I like didn't. It a lot now. It's number four on your album. It's number four on my list, yeah. which was freaking awesome. And the were more you I surprised to, to see that? I mean, yes, because you, <laughs> you like the first two albums a lot better than I do because and, I fucking hate the last. And the like first I said last time, when or two weeks ago when you brought it up, I feel like this album kind of buried. Those other two. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, it's like 
I was so fucking pleasantly surprised by this record. I wasn't I expecting to like it at all. I was expecting more. <laughs> but you said you like that song. Someday not a you song. will accept that song for what it is. <laughs> yes, he's pure shit. A piece of music. <laughs> it, okay, it's music with words. So even the video for this song was like, you know, them playing in an abandoned mansion. It's dumb. It's, it's dumb, but it's them at least just playing. It's not like some stupid story following some beautiful girl getting picked on by prettier girls or something gay like that. Oh, you've been so, watching a lot of Paramore videos, haven't you? So at least it was just them playing. They're very clean-cut guys. they got an awesome-looking Asian drummer, which yes. I, I really like that guy. Adam loves Asians in bands. If you're an Asian in a rock band, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, man. Again, ples- so pleasantly surprised. I and mean, there's with this album, there's really no need to listen to their other their their I previous think so. stuff. There's a, you know a handful of tracks, but like you can break down those two albums into like one kind of okay album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was surprised because I think I gave that one a seven out of eleven um, when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But listening to it again and again afterwards, it came in at a nine Ooh, out of eleven. Wow, what for a good an score! Eighty-one point eight percent. What a good score! And the the only tracks I didn't care for was, um, I think the last two. It's like tracks one through nine are incredible, and the yeah, album I remember just the album didn't end well. as very as well as I thought it would. But you know, still, that's 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 kind of like a nitpick for such a good album. True. Yeah. Good. True. Good on this band. I'm glad that they're going in the right direction because they like I, I mentioned before when you when you reviewed their first two records, they've got the talent. They just need to. Like you know, use it, utilize it properly, and they kind of did. I don't know if they had a new producer change or what, but right, it, it works, man. Yeah, whatever works. Yeah, and get rid of that fucking auto tune because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure you haven't heard this record. Actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure you don't like this band, which is my number three for this Uh-oh. year. Uh, again, just like with Adam, sure I don't like this band, and it's your number three. What? Yeah, isn't that weird? Right. Just like with uh, Adam's number four, which is Recame the Romans. Uh, I was really surprised with this album because I wasn't too impressed with any of their previous stuff. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and play it right now because I'm pretty sure Adam's not gonna be, not gonna guess it. Um, I don't think you've heard the song. It's been a good year for pop this year. Adam is looking very inquisitively <laughs> in the sky. No this is Panic at the Disco with Too Whoa. Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. I could have swore you gave this like a negative review at first. What? Did it grow on you over time? I've never talked about this in the in in the show. I've talked well, about like in, in person, non-show related. This this album? I haven't talked about this album. I've talked about their previous stuff in a very negative sense, and rightfully so because they're. Or maybe I was pressed. thinking you posted something negative on. Facebook. I posted a couple of music videos hoping somebody would like agree with me, but nobody did because I don't think anyone else has heard this album. It didn't wow. chart very well. No, but it's is but it that it's good? So good, dude. Like the way, like, like I said, it's it's been a really good year for pop, especially again. Like for this album, I wasn't expecting to like it at all. I, I've given this band a chance since 2005 with their first record, A Fever to Sweat Out, which the infamous record yes it's you you either love (laughs) (laughs) you either love that album or you fucking despise it and there's no in between and i and i straddle the line between despising it and love it ultimately i despise it it's not a very i like a few songs is this album number four album number four yes okay uh they've had a very rocky career since that uh they've had a lot of important member changes one of which was the lead songwriter who is also the guitarist of the band. So now Brandon Urie, who you're listening to right now, the lead singer, 
he took over song du- songwriting duties, especially oh. after they took a break from their last album. I can't remember. When, I think it was 2009 it came out. Um, that was nine in the afternoon. Album. Yes, that was a pretty pretty odd nine period. In the afternoon, Not a good. The sun record. is the sky of the moon. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to every release this band has had, and uh, again, I wasn't impressed with any of the records. So I wasn't expecting anything going into this, but such a fucking reinvention. They reinvented their whole sound, wow. similar to how Paramore did with their self-titled albums here. And hmm, such good. Su- I'm so glad they did because they finally hit the right stride of like. Like here's here's our crunchy pop rock stuff mixed in with like some smooth jazz kind of soul stuff. So it's kind of like if Justin Timberlake joined Paramore <laughs> in a weird way. Interesting. Yeah. It's so a, are they still on Pete Wentz's label? Yes, they are. They're still on uh, Fueled by Ramen. Fueled by Ramen. Okay. They still haven't been picked up, which is interesting. And and this. As good as this album is, it hasn't been charting really well. So I'm guessing yeah. all the old fangirls aren't liking yeah, their gone. old, aren't liking their new sound. That's my guess. But like, well, oh. they probably fell off during album two or three. Yeah, which and then now they're good. just like, what's the point? Yeah, because I still have to buy albums <laughs> for some reason. Mom, get me too weird to live, too rare to die. <laughs> I'm a real hardcore Panda Disco fan. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So I don't know. Did you happen to see how many albums it sold? Uh, like, last time I checked, it just charted really low on the one on the top 100. Like up there with the almost. Uh. <laughs> Even Aaron Gillespie likes Parent Disco more than the almost. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. So because like part of me is like, okay, I trust Mike's musical opinion. He's been right at times. I think if you liked all the good songs from Paramore and you liked how varied the self-titled album for Paramore is, you're gonna like at least too rare to live uh, okay. uh, too weird to live too rare to die because I, really, I don't think you'll like anything from their previous stuff, i fear though. going back in time you don't need to 2005 that song in and of I itself like, there's a lot had. of memories about that song from that time in my life there are and, just bad lyrics on that album yeah. dude and they're not even structured properly for music because there was a, a friend of my wife's who we ended up not being friends with anymore because she Aww. was kind of crazy. But she was was a she super... also featured on a on a, on a podcast by Kevin Smith? No. Okay, so D- it's a different friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not not yeah, <laughs> not that friend. A, another friend who was supposed to be in our wedding who ended up not being in our wedding. Oh, memories. But she was a super big Panic at the Disco fan. Fan girl, huh? As well as a thrice fan, obviously. <gasps> but I don't think for very long. <laughs> but like, I just kind of associate her fangirlness about Panic at the Disco with Panic at the Disco, and it's just a bad connection there. Yeah, so, Panic at the Disco stuff. Their old stuff. You either love it or you hate it, or there's no in between. And, and yeah. you know, I given their, I've given them a chance. I'm so glad that I stuck by it, and I decided to. You know what? I'm not done with this band. I'm still going to okay. check it out because I've heard early reviews, but it was really good. I'm so glad I did. And I think you'd actually like this album, to okay. be honest. Should I start with this album or do I need you, to start? We can pretend that this is a brand new band and this is their debut album if you want. <laughs> okay. Because it sounds like a debut album. It Panic doesn't sound like... Dis- Panic. Panic without the exclamation point at the disco. <laughs> Panic question mark. Question mark. Panic. Panic at the disco. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, I, I need to start working on my list for 2014 mm-hmm. for all the bands I'm going to absorb. I smell a, I smell a music dump. Yep, yep. Okay. So, getting to the nitty, nittiest of the grittiest. Ooh, top three. All right, so this one. I'm really nervous about where a certain album is going to end up. I'm going to fucking kick you right in the balls <laughs> right in the balls <laughs> be prepared uh-oh to kick myself in the nutsack are you doing it 
I'm going to go with a band that you've already discussed. On my list right now? Very briefly on your honorable mentions. Okay. Which I felt... Offended? Offended by. (laughs) Because I really, really loved this album greatly. And... I just glossed over it. (laughs) This was a band that made quite a big jump uh, from their previous releases. Michael Jackson. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He's been dead for a while. Uh, so it was really hard for me to pick a track from this album that I enjoyed more. This is Polienso with one big particular loop. And this would be the song called Danger Signs. Yes. Which was a big standout track. But there's a fucking shitload of standout tracks. There's a album. lot of good songs. <laughs> and I told you. This was Mike's very first mention yes. on the honorable mentions. So and when like, I did my All right, I'm going to start my list. We got Polienso, one particular loop. <laughs> and then we got blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes. Well, when we... That list was all in chronological order. I don't think I mentioned Oh, because it did come out in January. Yeah, January okay. something, yeah. Okay. I've, like, I've, I, I love the Oceana stuff. Yes. I love the fucking EP that they did. The well, Clean yeah, Head before EP. they changed their name. Yes, in 2010. And then they changed their name to Polienso. They started a Kickstarter to fund this album. Right. Kickstarter was hugely successful. They, I think they almost tripled their, their, their funding amount. And this was a very, very almost number one album. This is a good album. Mathematically and in the fields. This is good. The reason why it did not break my top nine is because I felt like, you're going to be mad at me. Oh, no. <laughs> that it kind of drags a little bit. It does drag in the middle. Okay, But it, yes. it seemed to redeem itself by the end. The ending songs are great. But I, I felt like it, the, end, the middle of the album really hurt it a lot. And it just felt like it was like an album that was two hours long. And it was really only about 45 right. minutes. Right. <laughs> and if you feel like you're two hours long, then something's wrong there. Okay. Well, I didn't. I never felt like it was two hours long. Myself. Can you? Oh, I have a question for you. I knew this was going to end up on your list somewhere. <laughs> Can you recite me any lyrics? <laughs> oh, this is the only exactly. song I can think of right now. <laughs> I can sing you Cherry Life. I can sing you. Dog radio. Okay. <laughs> I remember listening to this. I have to fr- listen to it again. I don't remember <laughs> the exact words, but I, I, do, I did hear a lot of words. Okay. I remember listening to this for the first time when it first came out, and I was like, uh, it's like, wow, I, I, I already know all the lyrics. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of repeat, but it just worked really, really well. Yeah. It just, and my only complaint was that he sounds a little bit too much like Tom York from yes. Radiohead. This is Tom, this is Radiohead with with horn instruments in their band. A little bit, yes. but better than Radiohead. Yes, better than Radiohead's <laughs> been in the last since their last album. I haven't opinion. been able to review Radiohead. I still continue listening to them. Yes, I have lots of what things album to say about. Right um, I'm just finishing up in Rainbows. So oh, King of Limbs okay. will be started next week. So the last album. Then. Yes, yeah. I'm on the last one finally. But I have a lot of things to say about that band still. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you off the air the, about uh, since Kid Rainbows. A. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe I can just lump them all together <laughs> next week. <laughs> all right, man. So where, where are we? Number two now? Um, I believe we're at number two for Mike. Holy fuck. Dope. Holy So fuck. your number three was something Panic that at the I wasn't disco. expecting. Right. My number three, I think you weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting, yeah. No? Well, I, I, I knew something was missing. Uh, but I, I I couldn't like pinpoint which which album was it, and you reminded me. What it was. So now, the so last I think I know two. what exactly. What <laughs> our last... It's just gonna be where did oh! they end up? Where did they well, end up, Mike? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Adam. Let's see who's gonna be able to have children after this podcast. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Adam. My number two 
You're going to recognize it right away. One of the best albums that came out here. This is one of the best songs to come out this year. How could I argue with how incredible, not just this song, but this entire fucking album. This is a fucking incredible album. I told Mike I listened to both my number one and number two albums again this morning. Yes. I'm sitting at the fucking car wash listening to this. I'm getting chills. Yes. Sitting at the car wash. (laughs) And all these people, I I just feel like people are looking at me as I'm like rocking out with my fucking headphones on. (laughs) Wayne just started jumping around punching everybody. Yes. (laughs) Well, my Honda Civic gets gets molested. Dude, you should see me while I'm sitting in traffic and this fucking album comes on. I'm beating the fucking shit out of my steering wheel. Oh, man. It's such a good fucking album, dude. I, I, and this song just makes makes it perfectly. This is probably, if you were to do best songs of the of the year, top three. Top three. Probably. Yeah. Definitely for me, too. I, I think these two albums would be our top five. Yeah. Uh, man, dude. Ugh. <laughs> What is there? What more is to say about this? It's, it's just not my number one. All I can say is, I'm. If I had been listening to this band in 2011 when Identity on Fire came out, yes, that would have been my number one album for 2011. Yes, that was my number four or something. Yeah, and it was. It's amazing that this album is it's just as good. Just, you didn't yeah, exceed it. Is, 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 I remember you said when we reviewed this for the show. You said Identity on Fire was one of your best albums of all time. High fucking praise. Did I say all time? Wow. All time. You said all time. Is that it's still true? fucking good. Let's mm-hmm. see where it ends up. Is that still on the true? List? I, I can't say. No, I mean, end. is that true? Is Identity on Fire still one of your favorite albums oh, of all time? Oh, Identity on Fire. I said that that would be in my top ten, definitely. Oh, okay. Not my best album of okay. all time. Oh, okay. But no, not your best of all. One yeah, of them. One of them, okay. yes. All right. Absolutely. So, yeah, we did a whole on the plate on this. Ah, oh, such a good fucking... And the thing is that, like, in my opinion, they exceeded their 2011 release. I was really surprised because I was thinking, like, they can't top this. This is their yeah. peak at album three. But no, they, they got... And I've always been a fan of this band. You know, there's one record where I... Ugh, it's kind of back... Adelphia came out in 2007. Right. Which like I'm still cool or something like. Yeah. You like it a lot better than I do, but... I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm a little speechless talking about this album because I, I, I don't know. There's not I just enough... Listen to it. There's not enough ex- ex- expletives that I can say that, you know. I Yeah. Like I said, I listened to it again this morning. I was going fucking nuts in my brain. Yeah. But uh, I didn't want to just start, you know, moshing with all the elderly people that were sitting around <laughs> me at the car wash. So if, my, if your good friend Mike was there, you would have been moshing right with me, man. Probably. Or probably. you probably just would have been stepping back like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> so in March 22nd, San mm-hmm. Bernardino. Oh, God. I hope, fucking hope. That we can make it to the show. Yes, they're playing in they're playing nearby uh, in, in in a venue near where we live. Yes, merely ten miles, twelve miles from yes. where I live. General Mission has not gone on sale yet, but right. I'm hoping it's not like eighty bucks or something. And it's on a Saturday night, and you know I have a baby and childcare issues, and I'm really hoping that I don't fucking have to take care of my baby that night. <laughs> yeah, but it's already caused some conflict with me and the misses as we've discussed it. Quick question though how how much trouble do you think I can get in if I if I come like at the venue, like while they play Pendulum live. <laughs> if they play it live, if like we're if lucky I enough. whip out my fat cock and just jack off right there, in I don't the think crowd. anybody will notice because everybody well, the else person in front of me is gonna notice. I'm fucking beating off right to their ass. <laughs> but everybody else will be doing the same thing. Oh, that's true. We're all so gonna be coming into one pool. The security guards, the <laughs> band will be doing it during yes. that song. <laughs> 
all the other bands that are supporting them will be yeah, there doing absolutely. something. <laughs> yeah, so Rise by... Massive 15,000-person jerk-off. Yeah, so Rise wow. by Skylet Drive, man. I mean, even in the even in the like the modern music scene, the modern music circles, this album's not being talked about much. Is this, this is actually... Is it a, not? Wow. No. Okay. It's, it's so been... fucking... It's almost, it's almost a flawless record. And a lot of yeah. people still give this band shit. And I think that's the reason why it's not being talked about a lot. Such a shame, though. I, I really wish people why. wouldn't. Well, because 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 uh, of his voice. Because it's high pitch. Because it's high pitch voice. Too high. Too high. Well, too... he, and he brought it down a couple octaves for like the last two records. He really too. did. I mean, finally, his it's voice a lot changed. more natural sounding too. And I, I don't know what why people give this band a hard time. But anyway, yeah, check out Rise by uh, Skylar Drive. Okay, Mike. I don't know how we're going to talk about this. You're getting quiet. But it's number two I, on the list. I, I, I know and rather than pick the obvious <laughs> song that anybody would have picked oh, for this one, God, I'm going to pick this song because it is my number two album. <laughs> Coming in at number... What's your percentage? Give me your fucking percentage. Fucking okay. If it's not 100%. 90.9. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. 90.9%. Oh, here we go. Remember, that's only... <laughs> That's an A minus, son. That is one point two percent less than my number one album. That's A minus. And Mike is gonna fucking kill me for this, <laughs> but I chose this track. Oh, just just do it. I already know what it is. <laughs> yes, such a fucking good song though. <laughs> this is a uh, Sent Paternal by I gotta say, Bring Me the Horizon. Yes. I gotta say, this fucking song would probably be. Tell your friends Probably Number one for the year Probably It's a Tough between all of the Rise Against songs As well as Shadow Moses Yes Which is an incredible song mm-hmm. And guess what fucking pushed me over the edge What? To push this up from like the 7 out of 11 I gave it Back when it first came out Because I was a harsh critic of this you were. you were You were like Oh Mike overhyped it Or the hype in general yes. was too much I can honestly say That Daydreaming Sleepwalking. Sorry. <laughs> Sleepwalking, yeah. <laughs> yes. Your Linkin Park song. Is an incredible fucking song. Thank you. I can't say that like I would have done the chorus the way they did it. Okay. But everything else about the song is fucking The awesome. intro is great. The verses are great. I love the chorus, but you know, Adam doesn't. And I wish we could have heard that song. Or we could have heard this song at oh, Warp Tour. This is not a song that they're going to play like at a festival. Yeah. yeah. Or ever again live. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, like, it was so buried under the album because it's just like... It comes, right, af- it comes right after Sleepwalking, too. It comes right after Shadow Moses. Oh, Shadow Moses, that's right. I get those two confused. Six fucking, like, pound-into-your-head metal songs that are all fucking awesome. And then this song starts, and you're just like, what the fuck? And it, it comes just, in right at the right time, too. Oh, my God. It's track seven. It just was a perfect lull into the Absolutely, rest of man. the album. And, so good. And just going back, Crooked Youth yes. is the only track that I don't like. The Crooked Young. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's like what? Track that one, 10 or something? It's like, okay. Crooked Young, Youth, and track eight. Yeah. The one right after this. Mm-hmm. would have to be my only two low points. But I can give them like half a point. But those each. aren't even like bad songs, right? Yeah. So I had to give it a ten out of eleven. Okay. Because of that. All right. Ninety point nine fucking percent. <laughs> and I'm so happy that Mike let me listen to the first albums 
I let you, yeah. <laughs> I man, those bro, those, those first two, those two first two releases are so rough to get to, dude. But so. it, but when you know what you have to look forward to, it kind of makes it worth it in a way. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So again, I listened to that album today. Again, I loved it. I got chills. I wasn't at the car wash that time, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I slipped it over to your page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since now we don't have to worry about. Uh, anonymity. Yeah. <laughs> so we already know what my number one is. It's the exact same album we're talking about. Sempaternal by Bring Me the Horizon. So is there anything more that can be said? I mean, for there, you, okay, you hated, the, I mean, I can't say you hated this band. You really didn't like this band. No, there was nothing. Previously. Let's save up until their third album, right? That there is a hell? Yes. Yeah. So up until then, I mean, this band was just garbage grindcore that was like uh, suicide season their second full length there's some good songs it's a pretty good album i agree that there's some good songs good on songs there. on it okay. yeah it's like a barrage of fucking in your face yeah it's shit. fucking relentless though. yeah but when they release there is a hell believe me i've seen it there is a heaven let's keep it a secret that's the whole that's the whole album name uh when they released that in 2011 i thought holy shit this is the same band this, this band, band has, has potential this band has fucking potential now they have a Potential to be a really good band, and you know, and you know what, Adam, this they surpassed your expectations. Well, that too, fifty fucking percent. Well, that too, <laughs> but this is now probably like my top five record of all time. Wow, so good. Like I, I put this up there with how good "Define the Great Line" is by oh. Under Oath. I would this have is, to say it's there. Yeah, yeah, this is like bar none. It's just, this is at the top. Of, this is the Wiseman's Committee of Metalcore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mike has been in the scene a lot longer than me. Yeah. Since I only came in like two years ago. Yes. I, I know where the Wiseman's Committee's door is. I've seen the door. He knows the secret handshake. He has the special pin. Yes. I, I'm part of the, uh, the, the No Homers Club. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. But is there anything else to say about this album? I mean, it's just. I just. I, I. I think it's a must listen to. I'm worried about their next album because uh, this yeah, one definitely yeah. is so perfect. This almost. is the identity on fire of the band. If can they make a rise? We'll this was their see. fourth album. That's true. So, I mean, number five is sometimes can, really good and sometimes really bad. We'll have to see, man. It's Thursday really could do it. Tell. Thrice could do it. Why not? Porque no los bring, bring me the horizon. Bring me the horizon. <laughs> bring me El Horizon. So, okay. Listen to this album. You will love it. Yeah, I mean, I not was... only is it like number one on uh, you know my list and number two on Adam's list, but I think it's a must listen for any rock fan. It debuted at number three on the Billboard charts, oh, which it's is gonna amazing. Open, open up the door to a lot more English metalcore bands yes i believe so a we're, lot, gonna, we're gonna get a barrage of crap it's gonna be a new <laughs> a new wave of british heavy yes. metal i think with this i'm surprised it hasn't already started oh yeah like with the way warp tour is going so far it's like they're but, like they're like the metalcore beatles right <laughs> <laughs> which is high praise <laughs> yes and we always get the best stuff it seems from england mm-hmm. <laughs> um so mike i guess you already know what my number one is absolutely but i figured i would play the track okay so the, the original so the, album... The, the question is, which track are you going to play? The original album was 12 tracks. Yes. And then Mike gave me... Special Edition. Special Edition, which was the 13th track. And it had two demos, but we're not going to count that. So I, if I only based it without the bonus track, then it would have been an 11 out of 12. Ah. But said bonus track pushed it 
one point three percent twelve out of thirteen. Twelve huh? out of thirteen. And here is said track. For the number one album, in my opinion. Ah, this song is Fallen. This but song. your album is Rise by Fallen <laughs> by, by uh, a Skyland Drive, sorry. <laughs> the Fallen immense the reverse yes. order of the the Fallen Hymns. So this song for bonus track is really surprisingly good. And this is the first song that they released. Exactly. And they announced exactly. that they were uh, writing a new album. So the only song on this album that I did not like was the ballad. Okay. Yeah, the middle of the album. What the fuck was it called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't it's remember track the name. seven. Yeah. It's right before Pendulum. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was a good ballad. I thought I, it builded pretty well. It just seemed... It was just like... As many times as I listened to the album, I could not get into that one song. You think it broke it up? The Broke up the, to- the, broke it, up the pacing it, a little? I think so. Okay. And then, you know, this song should have been on the album anyway. Yeah. It's like if you if you take that one out and you put this one in, it'd be a hundred percent. Yeah, it totally would be. So I threw this track on just to remind the people out there that get the bonus track edition. You will yes. not be disappointed. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you're like Adam, you can always cut it out if you don't like it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, number one album of the year. Nice, man. That was a good choice. I knew it was going to be t- going to be either that or like. Polyenso or something, but I'm glad like your your top two are like my top two. So that's good. I can't fucking believe that we went through that entire the entire year of great music. And it's all gone now. I can't say that I've had a better year of music, especially like I thought last year was a pretty damn good. Yeah, year man. Well, this year you you know you you kept up with all the current releases and you 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 went through a whole back catalog of stuff that you were trying True. to get through. Like man, you you were just inundated with shit. I have no idea where I found the time to do all of that. I, I know, With especially your a, process too. You do a whole <laughs> album in one week. You're right. not like me; like I can absorb it like in a day. I'm like okay, I, I liked it. <laughs> like oh, I listened to it once. That was the greatest album. Oh of the my year. god! <laughs> As you can see, guys, have you that, heard "Bangers" by Miley Cyrus? <laughs> um, She's a wrecking ball. Like, um, I mean, "Some Paternal" came out in April, right? April first. And I listened to it right around that time, maybe towards the end of April, because middle of I April. I was the one telling you about it. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I started out with from the beginning and week by week working up to that album. So unfortunately, Mike had been telling me how great it was for five solid weeks. Yes. And I just didn't feel it. But now you understand. But now, how many months later? Eight months later? Yeah. And after I went a long period of time without listening to it. Right. I just, like, I don't know. My process is retarded that way. But <laughs> you have a very interesting it's process. Better. Yeah. Over time, yeah. In hindsight, so. it is. Well, you know what, guys? That was our uh, that was our list. Some of us had a little bit more albums. I had like seventy one albums all together, <laughs> oh and you had, had thirty one. Thirty one, yes. uh, yeah. So if you don't want to count Falling Reverse and Dustin Kinsroom, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't talk about that, Adam. We spent a lot of time talking about Dustin last week. We did a good like twelve minutes. I think it was. We talked the through end the whole the song and then some. We could probably <laughs> talk through the whole record if we wanted to. Uh, that was really, really <laughs> funny. So I look forward to another great year of music, of podcasting. Yeah. Of this is a good year of podcasting. Of fucking absorbing all the fucking music I can. I have no idea how my brain is so filled with music. And it's your like brain gr- has more music in it than mine does. It's like does. the Grinch, man. It just grows three times its size every good year with music. Don't you always feel like you'll reach a point that like you can't take in any more Like I wonder, like, okay, I, I can't listen to this album because... 
Hoobastink will leave my brain <laughs> if I... <laughs> what the hell was the name of that first single they had? <laughs> what? Crawling in my skin? Walking in the light? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, for us, it's been a really good year. Of course, we our, our listenership grew th- th- through this year. We, we got picked up by a podcast network, and I oh. hope their original programming comes back sometime soon. Uh, we got our iTunes feed finally working. <laughs> <laughs> our naked bodies are still plastered through iTunes. Yeah, I mean, we got. I mean, yeah, like, uh, and you know, I've been checking the analytics from our from our transition, and it's just, our, our listenership was higher than I thought it was initially. So I'm mean, I'm pleasantly surprised to see that, and Word. I just hope it's gonna continue on through 2014, dude. From sea to shining sea, and then a little bit down under. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got some Australian listeners. I, I'm so we're international now. I know. Now we know you're listening, so we would really appreciate you just to click like or, or subscribe s- or like send us a message saying like, "Hey, fuckers, your podcast is fun to listen to." Or say, or, "Hey, get married already." <laughs> get married already? Put your clothes on? Or... No, we're never going to put our clothes back <laughs> on. Yeah, guys. So that was our uh, top best albums of 2013 let us know what you guys think i posted a i posted a little thing on facebook asking you guys to post what your favorite albums were so far no one's answered me but right hopefully yeah you know share share with us we love it we love to interact that's like my favorite thing on facebook when somebody actually does interact and we get to interact back to them i wonder if they're just too afraid that we'll judge them we will. We are very judgmental <laughs> when it comes to music. So we'll be like, bangers by Miley Cyrus, come on. You have no opinions because you are dumb and fat. <laughs> Justin Bieber, blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, so. I, I genuinely want to know like what you guys were listening to all year. And, uh, and you know, just keep the conversation going, guys. Please, please do. Absolutely, man. So you to... know what, man? We should probably end out this episode. We get we're going on like almost ninety minutes now. Just talking holy about... crap! Are you serious? When you're talking about great music, <laughs> oh, <no>. it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's already time just time just flies. So you know oh, what? God. It's been a great year. Thank you guys for sticking with us throughout uh, 2013. Please join us again in 2013. Don't 14. forget 14. Fuck 2014. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And my throat is parched. So please join us again in 2014. Don't forget to check out the Podbender Network over at www.podbender.com. Tell your friends about the Skinny with Mike and Adam. Don't forget to subscribe. Or you know what? Go into other people's computers and subscribe to the Skinny Ooh. with Mike and Adam for them. That's what I should be doing. Holy shit! That's I should be doing good. that. All I should the time. do like on, I should go to like public libraries and do that to people. Right. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get so much hate mail. For the city <laughs> of Paris. <laughs> like, whoa, the whoa. Oh wow! Absolutely, the entire city is listening to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, do you have anything last, any last thing to say? It's been an incredible year, and I just hope. Mike told me on New Year's Eve slash day last year that it was going to be a great year. And yes, I was right. He was pretty much right. Yeah. There was some downsides of things that happened. But, Aww. hey, I know there's still four days left, but nobody <laughs> I know died. So far. Or, I'm sorry. I can't say that. I can say nobody in my family died. There we go. Yes. Oh, that Unfortunately, night. one person I knew. Oh, now Adam's going to tell me a sad story. It's okay. It's okay. On that sad note. <laughs> but everybody lived and on to the future. And hopefully Mike and I will have more fun concerts to tell you about. Ooh. In the coming months. All right, Thanks. man. It's going to be hard to top best albums of this year. But you know what? No. That's your that's your job, music industry. <laughs> it's not on us anymore. Right, right. So see you guys next week. Uh, yeah, have a happy new year.